Welcome everyone. Hello. Hello. For episode eight of the G D and C show. Yeah. <laughs> um It's just us this week, just, just us this week, yeah. Ant's uh, no longer with us. <laughs> he is still with us, by the way. <laughs> no, Ant's um, taking a bit of a sp- uh, sabbatical with the Sprogs. Not, he's not like a punk band, I mean, his kids. Right, um, bit of sad news to start the week off this week, the episode. Yeah. Um, since we last recorded, so Terry Jones, one of the Pythons, mm-hmm. um, passed away yeah, yeah. this week. Really sad after uh, quite a... Um, short illness with uh, or short battle with uh, dementia. What are your best memories of Terry Jones and Pythons? It's the voice, isn't it? It's the yeah. it's it's Terry Jones in drag. Yeah, it, it, that is the uh, for me. That's me a bad memory of Monty Python. Full stop. Is just him doing that histrionic voice. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not even just as Brian's mum. It is the just whole, as like, as a the woman. spam episode yeah. and stuff like that, isn't it? Um, the, the whole spam thing. Obviously, he directed um, Holy Grail as yeah. well, didn't he? Um, and, uh, the Mean of Life the, as well. Yeah, and um, Life of Brian. Yeah. I love, we watched Holy Grail just over Christmas, and it was really funny, because I think we spoke last the last episode um, after um, Neil Ennis passed away, and I'd mentioned we watched Holy Grail bef- before that, and just watching it again, the whole, so Sir Bedivere, it was like... Yeah. Um, the whole way in the witch with the duck and stuff like that and it's just the whole it's just brilliant again his voice is just brilliant and he lifts his little helmet thing uh, his little visor up when yeah. he's talking the episode uh, the same um, the same film um, Prince Herbert in the castle <laughs> yeah that voice is just like, you were doing this last night yeah, you, yeah. Did, you did Prince Herbert last night you're going to do it now I can <laughs> <laughs> it's just brilliant he's just like we're like, because um, Michael Palin talking to him about like the castle, you know, uh, one day all this will be yours. What the kids? Help me, Lancelot! Help me! <laughs> it's, it's just absolutely perfection. Um, he was. I seen a nice um, article by Steve Coogan in the Guardian actually about him because he worked with him on Wind in the Willows, and he said, you know, Terry Jones was the heart of Python type thing. Um, no, n- n- everyone who's come out, like, there's been negative, you know, there's always been negative press about people who've been a lot around for, you know, 50, mm-hmm. 60 years in the entertainment business, obviously. Because they make enemies. Of course, but, I've, you've, you know, you've heard stuff about, you know, Eric Hardin being being a bit hard to work with, or, yeah. you know, a bit, bit of a money pincher, same yeah. with John Cleese, you know, you know, various divorces and stuff like that, which, you know, at the end of the day, that's yeah. what's happened. Teddy Jones, the amount of nice stories. Um, there was one, again, Minnie Driver, um, the actress. She yeah. put, she was in an going for an audition in London in 1992. She completely lost in the middle of London. She didn't know where she was going. She, I think she was on her way to like the BBC Studios or something. She didn't know where she was going, and um, she just stopped a random guy to ask him where, you know, which, which way to the studios yeah. type thing, and he started directing her. And then he was like, I started directing it. And then he was like, um, <laughs> Action. <laughs> and then um, he just said, You know what, I'll walk you. He said, It's, yeah. it's easier than, direct, you know, than giving you directions. Um, and it was Teddy Jones, and she was saying all the way down, he was just, you know, Did she know it was Teddy Jones? It was Teddy Jones at the time. Yeah. Um, there was another story um, someone told about he went to um, the theatre at the West End, um, it was 2015 ish. And he was behind Teddy Jones walking down, and everyone knew, like, 
because it was announced yeah. that he was he wasn't very well at the time, but he was walking down the street towards the tube, and he said every homeless person he was passing, he was giving them like twenty pound notes, yeah. ten pound notes, and he was having a chat with them and stuff like that. And he was like, like he must have done it about twelve times. He, was, he did a lot for you know a lot, lot, load of yeah. um, kids books and stuff, didn't he? As well, yeah. like Eric the Viking and um, and stuff like that. He did like the history, um, the medieval history program on BBC as well. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah. And one of the interesting things actually, which you probably should have known anyway. When the Pythons stopped filming on B- at BBC, the BBC were going to wipe all the tapes because yeah. that's what they used to do. Like yeah, Doctor so Who. Why is Doctor Who's missing episodes. Loads of, do- of Doctor Who episodes missing. Terry Jones, and it was like whether he did it legally or what, he just yeah. robbed all. He just took all the tapes. He just literally he was like, "These are ours. We're yeah. taking them with us." And that's why we've got all the box sets now. That's why they're all on Netflix ah, and everything yeah. else. So he he kept them safe, basically, which is really what good. guy. Um, so. But yeah, it's just it's it's. Um, Another one gone. I thought it was a giant. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, f- I put up on Facebook. Um, the listeners might have seen it. The picture of him and Neil Lennis together at the yeah. party, and they were like drinking like brandy or whatever. Just a cool little photo. Um, yeah, I think um, he's good. And I'm not. The meaning of life isn't one of my favourite. I really enjoy, it, but films. it's it's more like a it's like more like a couple of sketches stitched together than a than a. a Flowing narrative throughout it, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think that's why Life of Brian's just perfection. Yeah, I mean, even Holy Grail sort of at the, the map bit at the end when like the police come and stuff like yeah. that. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> it's it's not real almost, and yeah. then but Life of Brian, the bit with the aliens, it's outstanding. Well. It's yeah. just it's boss. Uh, it's just amazing. The I always forget as well. He wrote the beginning of Labyrinth oh, right. as well, so someone else took over the writing. Yeah, on his his original script anyway, um, but he actually was involved in a lot of the labyrinth stuff as well. Oh, well. yeah, it's really interesting. Cool. Yeah, he's um, there's that great photo where he's with all the little goblins as well. Yeah, put it up um, after we after we put this episode out, we'll put it up on yeah. the, on the thing. It's great. Um, Terry yeah. Jones there, ladies and gentlemen. I know, sad. Um, but as you we said about Neil Linus, they've left so much art. Yeah, you know. Somewhere. Thankfully, he stole some of it, so he can still watch it. What um, a guy! I had a chat with someone in work this week because I was um, t- explaining who Eddie Jones was to a younger member of mm-hmm. the team who didn't really know what Python is and stuff. And I was trying to explain, like saying when Bowie died, when Prince yeah. died, you know, you with Lemmy, yeah, uh, from Motorhead and that. You when famous people pass away, obviously you don't know them, yeah, but it, you're not upset because you didn't know them. Yeah, because you knew them, you're upset because they're not there anymore. Not that's there the anymore. end of that. That's the end of. You've got this huge body yeah. of work, but it's it's just it's a, it, it is sad for that reason. Yeah. It's, it's, know, like, it's like the, it's like the Beastie Boys as well. I've got I've got the Beastie Boys book um, last Christmas, and I've not read it yet because I know once I finish that, there's no more. That's mm. it, it's finished. Yeah. I think yeah. The, um, anyway, should we just mention the Beastie Boys? Should we? Um, cause isn't there going to be a documentary? Yes, yeah, um, Spike Jones. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be, be good. Very Loads good. of lots of art. Apparently, it's um, quite a personal movie with lots of archive footage and interviews and stuff. So it'll be good because right. they're working hard to maintain the integrity of the Beastie Boys. I hate to use the word, but the brand, mm. if you like. So yeah, the yeah. other brand, though, it's like you know, I mean, it's what's that hip hop evolution yeah. um, saying about Run DMC. Yeah, they were the first people, uh, first band to be. Um, sponsored hip-hop, by hip-hop evolution with the five minutes about the Beastie Boys <laughs> yeah. 
but they were saying, you know, they are a brand. So that, yeah, they are a brand, it kind of we, we spoke before. They kind of <coughs> transcend music. They're like like Prince. Yeah, you know, and the, the Beatles even they're kind yeah. of that. They, they, they've got the music side to it, and they are obviously a musical group. But the, there's so much more to it than that. But that's something for another time, Evolve, probably. I think um, they just every song. Like what I love, at the um, I said to you the other week about uh, begin the sabotage. So it's just them playing the drum yeah. and sabotage. It's not a drum yeah. machine, and you can you know. Yeah. It's, it's I just love the fact that they they were because they started out as a punk band and then they got into hip hop and stuff like that, and then they can. You, when they used to bring out an album, you didn't know what was going to be on it. You know, you didn't know whether they were going to bring out an album just completely full of large music, or whether it was going to be seven three-minute hardcore punk songs, or whether it was going to be classic hip hop. You just didn't know, and they could do, they could shift between those effortlessly, and nobody would go, "Why are they doing that?" Or they're trying too hard with that. Yeah. So yeah, I loads think of fun. Got a lot of respect, didn't he, from like you know the established artists from everybody, like yeah. yeah. Um, so, Which um, they had to fight for because they were, you know, they were looked upon as being scumbags. Really, for a long time. I mean, that's it. Like, obviously, race comes into it as well with the fact that yeah. the, you know. And let's not forget what happened when they played in Liverpool. Yeah. I, yeah. Which yeah. you can Google. We're not going to go into that. Then. No. Um, yeah. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd imagine them turning up at um, the Crown Court <laughs> by uh, the Victoria Monument. Madness. Yeah. Um, so yes, that's one of the things I think we were saying last time. We don't agree on much. Um, as as a group, sometimes the three but, of us. Yeah, but we do agree on Beastie the Beastie Boys. Um, so yeah. so um, it's because it's just literally. Picked. We could have, we could have. Yeah, I've got. I tried to make a Beastie Boys playlist for Spotify, and I just ended up putting every album on it, like every track off every it's, album. The, the, you don't listen to it. Oh, that's that's a weak song or yeah. whatever. Do you? You know, they're all good. Um, so carrying on from saying about last time and agreeing on the same sort of things. Um, Marianne was the one we talked about last time. Yeah. But since the last episode, me and Ant convinced you to watch Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, I think that was always part of the plan for why we wanted to do this, was it, to see how interesting it would be if one person watched something or two people watched something and then convinced the others or the other to watch it and see how they go. So, obviously, anyone who listened last week will remember George telling me about Jojo Rabbit and me saying to Ant, you're not telling it to me here at all, George, because it just sounded so bizarre and probably a little bit um, tactless, really. It sounds a bit, you know, it's a bit of a strange way to tackle what is quite a serious subject. But anyway, I watched it, and the next day I couldn't stop thinking about it, and I had to watch it again that night, so I watched it twice in 24 hours because it moved me that much. I think it's one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen. It's... Yeah, the bit, um, again, I mean, if you read the review it and stuff like that, it's got no spoilers, but I think we can... Yeah, it's been out bit. long enough now, and um, we all know we all know how the war ends anyway, <laughs> so there's no real spoilers. Yeah, um, just the bit with his, obviously with his mum and stuff like that, yeah. the, whole, the relationship... Are we going to spoil it for Jason? Jason, have you seen it? Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah okay, <laughs> it's good, um, so we all, we, we're not going to spoil it for anyone in the room yeah, today, so that's after good. Star Wars. Keep ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so the bit, um, obviously, because there's a couple of moments in it with the shoes. Like yeah, so there's in the swimming bats, you see her shoes and the dancing around. By the, by the canal where they're walking well. along by the canal, they're yeah. walking and then she starts dancing. She's got these, it's a bit like what I thought, um, like Schindler's List with the little girl with the red, the red jacket. Coat, yeah. Um, so you, you notice her shoes and as soon as she did it the first time, I knew what was going to happen. I said yeah. to myself and I whispered to Louise as well, I was watching it with and then he showed the shoes again, and then later on... Mm. And it's a, it's a running thing as well, like he can't tie shoelaces as well, yeah. isn't it? And um, there's a moment where he, yeah, he basically... Because his mum works with the resistance, doesn't she? Yeah. 
and um, they, they start asking questions about his mum. And it's the only reason that she lets him be such a fanatical Nazi is because she knows it's going to keep the heat off her. Yeah. And it's going to keep him safe yeah. more than anything. Well, that's why she, you know, she doesn't want him, obviously, to be involved in that. But at the same time, it's a weird, twisted way. It's like the only way he's safe from it is by being is part by of being it. A part, yeah, being part of it. Yeah. yeah. Because um, I thought that you know when you were telling me about the shot about the the movie and the plot of it and stuff, I thought to myself, well, this is a bit of a weird way to tackle it. Because let's not forget, this, there's an entire generation of of kids now who are growing up and learning about the war and stuff who don't, un- you know, it, it's the concept of war is pretty much alien to them. I don't want to get too heavy, but they don't. And when you see something like this, and you think, is making something funny the way to deal with it? But it's not. It just shows. Because it's being shown from a kid's point of view, it shows you how absurd it is. You get it from that end, do you know what I mean? But it really does. Um, it's just a wonderful film. It's absolutely it's, it's, wonderful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and me- sorry, I just want to say um, that Sam Rockwell, Sam Rockwell is, is absolutely genius. amazing. He just becomes more and more flamboyant throughout it absolutely. until he's going into battle with a cape <laughs> and a gramophone at the end. Absolutely brilliant. Um, I like that the lad, like his assistant as well. Yeah. Um, it's uh, oh, what's his name? It's Keith Allen's lad. Alfie Allen. Alfie Allen, um, who was also in Game of Thrones, which I know everyone was in Game of Thrones <laughs> every time we review something. Um, he was really good in Game of Thrones, actually. Um, but he's just yeah. The, I, I love the um, oh, the bit where she drops him off. At the uh, the office, <laughs> actually, have we got any little jobs for him to do? We need like, somebody to watch the clones. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like look, the camera just flicks to these like twelve kids who yeah. all look the same in the corner yeah. playing, and then it flicks off again. It's just like that's like the boys from Brazil, isn't it? It's that yeah. whole sort of, it's just brilliant. I love that. Um, so yeah, so check Jojo Rabbit out. Definitely it's still on like limited release at the moment, um, but it's been nominated for a couple of Oscars as well. Quite likely so, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I've not been able to stop listening to David Bowie <laughs> since watching it either. Yeah, because they throw in so the Beatles and Bowie versions yeah. of um, it's "I Want to Hold Your Hand" and Heroes, Heroes, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so it's fantastic. Yeah. It's really good, but because it's obviously like set, you know, thirty years before them tunes. Yeah, it's just it's it's brilliant. It's great the way they do it. Um, since we last spoke as well, again, tying into the last episode, we were looking for things to look forward to. We were talking about Morbius. Yeah. And since we last spoke, so the Morbius trailer. Trailer's come out, and it looks good. Dropped. It looks, it really, looks good. really good. If I hadn't have watched Venom the other week, so that yeah. was the Sony Studios that created Venom, I think they, they hold it hold up. Um, probably wouldn't have been looked forward to Morbius that much, because yeah. I was, I'd be a bit... Uh, yeah, a bit sort of nervous about watching it. I thought Venom was really good, and I think yeah. they go in the same sort of direction with Morbius, and it's tied in yeah. to their Spider-Man as well. Their universe, yeah, they seem to have got the tone right for it because obviously Morbius is quite dark, and um, you know, I hate to use my favourite word, but it's quite gothic. Mm. So yeah, um, on the back of the trailer dropping and being excited about it, I went back and, and read, reread a man called Morbius, the um, graphic novel. And he's just a brilliant character. It's just, you know, he, he came out at a time when Marvel weren't allowed to have, when comics weren't allowed to have any supernatural content, which is why he's not an actual vampire. Yeah. Um, but yet, the, um, in The Man Called Morbius, it's kind of got, he escapes from prison, and he, you know, he teams up with Spider-Man to fight these these criminals who were taken over, at, like a town where these homeless people live. But it's it's not Peter Parker. It's the... Um, 
the superior Spider-Man, which is actually Doctor Octopus as Spider-Man, and he's the most annoying character in <laughs> any comic ever. So I hope he's not in it. Well, I think we touched upon uh, touched upon then. Um, so they're not allowed to use blood or yeah. like have them drink blood. So in the cartoon, that's what for me like the ninety Spider-Man cartoons superb. Yeah. Morbius is in that quite a bit. And they introduced Blade into it as well. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't, it was plasma. Yeah. They spoke about they plasma couldn't have all blood. the time. Yeah. yeah. I think, didn't he have something like on his palms? He but couldn't, yeah, he couldn't suck blood, he couldn't bite people and suck yeah. blood, so he'd absorb it through like his, his palm or his something. Palm, so yeah. that's not in the comic. That's not in no, the comic. No, he proper scrams people. <laughs> yeah. um, I thought that was, yeah, the, yeah. The, that version of it was brilliant. And there's a. I think in it as well he comes Blade comes into it to hunt him mm-hmm. and then he realises he's like you're not such a bad guy and he goes off with him and um, white uh, black cat yeah. and they're like the hunt down vampires and yeah. stuff like that which is really good because it was I think we spoke about it last week or the other week it's the original ending of Blade 2 was that he spots spots his Blade 1 sorry he spots Morbius on a um, on a building in the distance and that yeah. was going to be the end of it because Blade 2 was going to be Morbius and Blade yeah. which they just didn't do for whatever reason it's mad but I, I didn't realise all the guy who played Morbius on the rooftop because he didn't get one anyone to play it it's just the director of the film yeah, it's just him yeah. starting it's just some guy in it was really good um, so I'm really looking forward to that I think that we should try and um, maybe do that as a GD and C night out um, yeah, the cinema do. Yes, maybe definitely. Too, maybe you guys can bring the sprogs. I might have to sit away from you or something. Though, I don't know. We might not, <laughs> we might not want to sit by you anyway, George. So. Um, this week saw the launch of Amazon Original Picard. Ah, yeah. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. I thought it was brilliant. He didn't step foot on a spaceship in for 55 minutes and yeah. I just wasn't bothered because it was just amazing. I am, um, obviously, we've spoke about it before and I'm like a newcomer to Star Trek, so I'm coming into it with kind of, you know, I used to watch Next Generation, New Generation, whatever, Next Generation, sorry, and Deep Space Nine and stuff when I was younger, but then didn't really bother with any of the later movies or anything like that. So, got you know, you introduced you got me to watch Discovery, which is great, and Discovery is very different to Picard, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like the pacing of it and the whole feel of it. Obviously, it's made because we were discussing last night, weren't we, about who who owns Star Trek? Why it's being made? Because Discovery is Netflix, Picard is Amazon. So mm-hmm. how does that work? We're not quite sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's very different, but still very enjoyable. Yeah, it's um, it was very much so, so like in Discovery. Obviously, the first episode of Discovery, Klingons coming to it. Big battle, yeah. you know, a lot of explosions. In Picard, there was a little bit of action, yeah, but it was mostly him. And you could just literally the bit where um, the interviewer <coughs> is talking yeah. to him about like his past and when yeah. he left and resigned from Starfleet. You could just watch him talk and cheer for. Well, he's an actor, is and when I say he's an actor, he's Shakespearean actor, isn't he? And I think that's the difference between. And not to take away from any artistic person who gets up and acts. But the difference between somebody like that and somebody who is, you know, in something maybe where they can sit and they can do take after take after take after take mm-hmm. until they get it right, it's when you you know when you're a classically trained actor, it's it's in you. You you can you can put yourself you know you can act, mm-hmm. and it, it's great to watch somebody do that. You know, it's why you never see. It, it's why when you see people like Ian McKellen in Coronation Street, it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he just comes in and he's just, he's an actor. You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. It's brilliant. I think, um, so a couple of things from Picard, I thought, um, genuinely as soon as it started, he's playing 
poker with mm-hmm. data. With data so it's yeah. like a dream sequence, which is again, I mean, it's not a spoiler because you know data's not there. But um, as soon as you just seen them talking, it was like old friends. It was just like it was. It felt comfortable. Yeah. It felt really. It felt right. It felt familiar. Um, felt familiar. Yeah. Felt really nice. Um, I don't know if because I know you were starting to watch the older. The next generation stuff. Yeah. Um, the very last episode, all good things. That's like the the thing that ends. Um, the like you know the seven years, eight mm. years, or, or however long it was um, of the TV show. It ends with um, him playing cards with the crew and stuff. Ah, and he'd, he'd never been invited, or he'd never wants to sit down with the crew to yeah. play poker. It's like an ongoing thing. Riker, Data, um, Jodie LaForge, they all sit around playing yeah. poker and like. A lot in a lot of episodes, it either starts or ends with them playing mm. game, you know. And Data's trying to like, you know, he's trying to bluff them and stuff yeah. like that. He's, a, he's an android, so you know, how do you do that type thing? Um, which was a really good bit, yeah. Card as well. Um, when he's yeah, I enjoyed that even without knowing the background to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'd, I'd say to check out the last episode. Yeah. Um, you because you don't have to really. Obviously, it's been that much time's passed now. You know enough about it. It's be- it's a beautiful episode because yeah. it goes it literally goes through the history of the Next Generation series. Oh, yeah, um, so there's all bits with like Tasha Yar in it. Tasha Yar was a superb character. Um, goes through that goes bit touches upon the Borg and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it's a Q episode basically. There's yeah. lots of Qs oh, in it. Um, Q always makes everything better. Um, yeah, I just thought the whole episode it was just really intriguing with the Romulan. Um, the Romulan. Uh, what would you call them? Like little assassins. Aren't they really? Well, you don't. Cause what are they? Are they just Romulans? Because as soon as they beamed in and started attacking the girl and stuff in the first episode, oh my god, she's like, been activated. Yeah, yeah, and I thought it would have might have been um, you know, the secret. Um, oh yeah, the um, yeah. God, what are they called? Yeah, you should know I, this. I know. I can't think right now. Um, I thought from Starfleet, but they weren't. Yeah. They weren't. Um, but yeah, as soon as that happened, it was just like, oh, okay. And then yeah. she, like, later on when they're fighting them, and you sit and realise the Romulans and stuff like that, and then she just kicks a bit of ass, doesn't she? Um, but the way the episode begins, and the whole thing with Picard, he's an old, obviously, he's an old guy now, he's 79, 80 in the, in the thing. There's a great line, he says, and he, you know, he realises he's not just, he's, he's not retired and he's been living, he's not living, he's been waiting for death. Yeah. Which is just really sad. Yeah, it's when he really says, that I don't mind the dreams, it's the, the, the waking up that I don't like. Yeah. yeah. Section um, 31. Section mate. 31, yeah. And then he said section 51, that's why I didn't say <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, because um, they kind of show you that flashback to what happened, because he saw, Picard's talking about why he left Starfleet, because he didn't feel like they'd looked after the Romulans properly and stuff like that, and then it goes back to the... It shows you a bit of the when the what happened with mm. with the Romulans and stuff, and it was, I thought that was good because it didn't it wasn't too heavy. So if you hadn't seen it, like I hadn't seen it, and I didn't know it wasn't too heavy, it just kind of went, "This is what happened," and then yeah. carried it. It was well, good. That's not. Um, I think that's only mentioned in like comics and stuff. So ah, right. In the JJ Abrams film, the reboot. Yeah. That's um, you've seen that, haven't you? The first one. Yeah, it's one of the Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Spock is on his way. To, with the um, to save them basically with yeah. this to put this thing into the supernova the red um, thing the thing they've created to, to help stop it and he fails and the, that's when the supernova ah, happens and stuff like that and all around you know um, and that's the basis for all that reboot type thing the Kelvin timeline mm. but this seems to be it's mentioned that and obviously it's happened but this is the prime timeline 
so which is really of course, good. Yeah. Um, is the Prime timeline separate from the um, Netflix timeline? Well, this is what we're discussing as well because it did because we don't know yet. Because obviously the new series of Discovery is happening, we yeah. don't know what's how far you know in the future Discovery's got. It's supposed to be like three hundred years or yeah. something like that. So interesting. Be good to see how they do that. Are we going to end up with like a Marvel? Disney, Marvel, and Sony type thing. With it all, they the separate, up, but yeah. the release. Oh, I don't know. Just, why did why do it? Why do definitely? It? If you, it, it, I think it was the pace of the, the whole episode was really good. Um, I think that you, you'll the, see a lot more of Star Trek in the news and stuff if you follow, like if you're on like genre sites and stuff, because some of the stuff I've seen this week has been is Picard, are Picard and Discovery gonna make Star Trek? more popular after the bashing that Star Wars has taken from its own toxic fans. Oh, so, yeah. so you might see it a bit more than you would do. Um, I think this the whole thing with Picard as well, what I liked, I did mention it to Louise, um, was the bit where she, she like she grabs him to run away. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's seven, I hope he they're not like that. And Gavin. he's like, like, oh. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, can't run upstairs and stuff. Yeah. And I know it's, just, it's, a, it's only a little thing, it's a bit stupid, but I didn't want him to be like, you know, dead athletic and like yeah. run away and stuff. Yeah. Like, or actually, because he you know, does look frail, he looks like he's been retired for yeah. a long time, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Um, so, you know, they didn't do that and he, they do show, show his age and stuff like that, which was really good. Um, but I just thought the whole... The pacing of the episode was completely different to Discovery to other Star Trek stuff. Um, with like, the, I read a bit of an article about the whole episodic um, space genre type yeah. thing is gone now. So with Next Generation, it was like a different story every week. Mm. It's what I always call Monster of the Week, isn't it? With yeah. like Doctor Who yeah. and stuff like um, that. But this is obviously like. With the Netflix stuff, with the Amazon stuff, it's not like that anymore. There's a, you know, yeah. there is a story arc now yeah. through the through the shows. I'm quite happy as well that they put out every Friday rather than just in one go because I, I wouldn't watch it because no. that's why I've struggled with watch with Witcher. Yeah, um, I'm so happy that like a lot of people have watched um, other stuff like last year, so um, a good, the Good Place and stuff like that, and they've waited for them to build up mm. from Netflix and then like binge them and stuff. Yeah, I was like. Just what, just because that's what we used to watch, like Quantum Leap, Red yeah. Dwarf, and uh, you know the X Files and Anything. Buffy the Vampire Slayer and everything. It was episode, you know, every week Doctor Who. It was every week. It was something yeah. to look forward to, wasn't it? Um, anyway, so you mentioned Witcher then. Yeah, yeah. So I've, you know, again on the basis of what we spoke about last week, I'd, I'd watched ten minutes of the first episode. Please to report that I made my way through the first episode, <laughs> and. I was like, you know what, this is so ridiculous, I'm enjoying it. So I've started, I've got, you know, I've watched the first two episodes. Second episode obviously shows you more about the background of the, you know, the royal families and, and the, like the different nations and stuff and how they're, you know, how they're battling against each other and that. Really enjoyed it. It's just daft swords and sorcery stuff. Cavill is just hamming it up oh, in yeah. the main role. Yeah. And mm. he's so sarcastic. Mm. Because <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just like he, because I think they, they go to great pains to show that he's neutral. He's neither you know there. He's just a mercenary. You, you know what I yeah. mean? So yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I can't wait to watch the rest of it. Um, I think what I liked about it as well. It's quite so. The best bit is basically is him when he's fighting monsters and when the, he's in the bath. <laughs> um, and the relationship has he met the barge yet? And yeah, like, yeah. The barge yeah. just excellent. And he's like, don't touch me. Yeah, yeah. It's just, <laughs> he's absolutely brilliant. The, the relationship they have. Um, and 
the fight scenes and, and the, hem, uh, yeah. the sword fighting scenes. The sword fighting scenes are so good, so well choreographed. They yeah. are really good. Um, they're the best bits about it. What I did like in the later episodes as well. So like, there's obviously a couple of bigger battles in mm-hmm. it and stuff. And I, th- I mentioned this. It was a bit like Dungeon of Dragons. So it's not just you've got like your warriors and stuff yeah. going forwards, but then you've got mages helping them out, and you've got well, mages like yeah, where where he puts the protective spell on the front of the castle, yeah. and they're firing the, the arrows at it, yeah, and they're just bouncing off, and then one goes through, mm. and then you, you just see a few more go through because you know he's failing. Yeah, yeah. brilliant, really good, nice little touch. I think um, the only thing in the, the first series um, which you might not have noticed in the first maybe two episodes, there's time skips. Oh yeah, so you're watching it and you go. No, no, it's just um, <laughs> it's I, had, good. I had a couple of beers <laughs> watching it last night, so I didn't really notice. Um, in the first few episodes, basically, well, the, the whole series until the last two episodes, there's time, there's time jumps. Ah, nice, so okay. you're not, it doesn't like any other show, any other TV yeah. um, program, any other film. It's you know, 15 years earlier, yeah. 20 years later, etc. It doesn't do that. You have to sort of work it out for yourself, and it's a mm-hmm. bit muddled in places. Um, but once, yeah, if you get through it, it's really good. The news this week was that so the second series um, is going to be much more linear. So it's mm. yeah. Mm. Um, so the first series I think was basically um, based, like I said, on the original book, which is a bit more like short stories yeah. and all like origin stuff, and that's mm. why they had to sort of add. Because the first two, the first two episodes is basically just a load of little origins of people who I assume are going to be main you know yeah. characters throughout it. Yeah. Definitely. So, but enjoyed um, it, yeah. It's really and it's good. been interesting because obviously you've got Lord of the Rings coming soon on Prime. So, it, it for me, it's been interesting to see how someone like Netflix Prime will handle that kind of fantasy setting with a budget. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it's good. It's you enjoyable. Want to, you want to talk about, about, about Lord of the Rings? Well, yeah, just they've announced the cast um, this week or last week, um, and yeah, I don't know who any of them are. <laughs> so. You know, there's no baggage, and they've not named they've not named officially who any of the characters are going to be. Rumor has it is that the um, actress who was in um, his dark materials is going to play a young version of Galadriel, who who is Kate Blanchett okay. in, the, in the movies. Um, <coughs> but yeah, also this week Christopher Tolkien passed away, who was J.R. Tolkien's son. Um, assembled a lot of his dad's work after his death, and it's funny because I was reading something. It's just it's just so British. After his dad died and he, he got some of his work together and published it, people questioned how much was his dad's work and how much he'd filled in himself. And he was forced to release the manuscript and, and, and put his dad's stuff out there to say, I've only filled in the gaps. Mm. Do you know? And it's just that's just so British. There's, somebody will create something and somebody else will go, you didn't do that. Yeah. Or, you know, I think you're having us on there. But he fought for a long time against um, the commercialism of his dad's work. Um, was a famous critic of the Peter Jackson movies, um, so I think that now that the estate is in different hands, and it has been for a while now, but I think we will see more and more. Believe it or not, like there could possibly be any more, but you'll see it appearing on more and more. And I think as an IP, you've got people like Disney sniffing around now, looking to see whether it's available to buy out. So whether that'll be a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't think we need much more. Because the the stuff that they did with the Hobbit books was just liberties, wasn't it? Well, that's I think because um, the Hobbit was just the one book, and then they stretched it. And that's it's a bedtime it story. To, the Hobbit, yeah, isn't supposed, it? Yeah, it was supposed to be one film, and then yeah. Jackson stretched it out of the three three films because he like you know went on off again the manuscripts and stuff yeah. like that. That's just just. I mean, you know, it meant that we got an extra hour of um, Sylvester McCoy. 
which you know is always yeah. a joy to enjoy. You, you were a joy to watch. Ca- his characters just minimal. He, yeah, Gandalf bumps into him, <clears throat> and he goes, "You know what's happening?" He goes, "Oh, something bad happening. I've been living an edge," and that's pretty much it. Do you know what I mean? That that is pretty much the the the, the meeting between between Radagast and Gandalf. That's it. Yeah. And yeah, you know, but he's got birds living in his head, and he drives around on a sledge pulled by rabbits. Yeah, I was out pretty love, much. I love, so <laughs> love Sylvester McCoy, by the way. He's one of my favourite actors of all time. I think he's a British treasure. But those films, mate, oh, don't get me started. So, yeah, it'd be exciting to see, because obviously the so, Amazon show of Lord of the Rings is just based in the Lord of the Rings universe. It's not an adaptation of anything. Is it set? Um, it's set before before, before the, 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 the War of the Rings. It's, it's set a long time ago. For Star Wars fans, imagine The Old Republic. Oh, that no, kind of time, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So there's much known about it in like. No one knows what the, the, the I mean. Fr- fr- sorry, from so with like the old republic. There's oh, there's, there's the source there's, material yeah. for them to work from, like. But um, what they're actually going to do with it, we're not sure. They were putting up the teasers was that they were releasing that they had a map online and they were showing extra little bits of it. It's a famous map of Middle Earth, and they're showing extra little bits of it. And then they had um, Numenor on there, which isn't. Is gone by the time of the the War of the Rings, so it'd be interesting to see when it's set and what's happened in a minute. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm in. I'll, yeah. I'll watch it. I think it's um, if the for Game of Thrones the fans like yourself because <laughs> I know I know you've not you're not really that fussed on the books or the anything or the movies or that I the Lord of the Rings movies I've watched them recently you know and they're so dated. I think I watched the f- um, the first one actually when I was um, on holiday in Canada and yeah. when it was released because it was released on Boxing Day. Was it 2001? No, 2000. Yeah, 2001. Um, I remember sitting there watching it, thinking, "Oh, well, this is you know going to be exciting. It's a bit bit of fun." And I was just bored. I think we were sitting in the cinema. <laughs> I was bored. Honest to God, I was sitting sitting in the cinema with um. So it was my auntie and my uncle. I was like 18 at the time. I was like th- th- he was really up for it, and she uh, basically where the cinema was based. The cinema was based in um, the way they are in like Canada and America. The shopping malls are like yeah. ridiculous size things, aren't they? The same size as city centres, yeah. aren't they? So they had the cinema in there, and she um, she was like, I'm just nipping the loo. And she disappeared for like an hour and a half, two hours, come back with loads of shopping. So she'd be like clothes shopping and stuff like that. She was like, I haven't missed much. No, you haven't. <laughs> You're you know, still watching it. Yeah. I'm going to try reading um, the book, mate, where there's a chapter talking about a flower that's at the side <laughs> of the road. <laughs> um, but, and then I didn't bother watching the other films, and yeah. it was only, oh, I think it was when I was possibly about maybe. 10 years ago yeah. um, I think it was when like Love Film was still a thing yeah. and we, we got them because my wife really likes the films and we got them on it again and watched them and I quite enjoyed them yeah. and like the, the Two Towers I think that's everyone's favourite isn't it I think yeah. I don't know um, the battle scene and stuff and the character I did enjoy it mm. but it wasn't anything like I'd be like oh I want to watch that again yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's my go to Sunday morning film to be yeah. honest if. I, absolutely I can you know people like that with everything you know yeah. some people that are really into something aren't they and other people I'll always not. have to, I'll always have the books won't I um, absolutely um, but we did go after um, re-watching them when The Hobbit come out and we went went to the cinema to see The Hobbit and it was just again I had the same sort of feeling I was just like what's, what's this yeah well I've spoken uh, at great length about it before the character of Faramir in um, Lord of the Rings is just so at odds with the character of Faramir in the books and that's in the second film at that point that's when he started losing me so yeah, yeah anyway I think um, yeah I think it might be something to watch, but we haven't actually watched. Um, I haven't seen the, the Dark Crystal stuff as well. So I've not the, seen the second, the, you know, the new the series. Like I've not seen it. The fantasy thing with yeah. Netflix and stuff like that. 
the production values on these shows, same with The Witcher, are just. Mm. I mean, I'm sure like we uh, were watching stuff 20 years ago, and you you see it now, and you're like that. The effects are awful. Yeah, I'm sure in another 20 years. See, the, the thing is, though, 20 years ago, you'd notice like a couple of months later, you'd go, "That's awful," compared mm. to what they're doing now because it advanced so quickly. Whereas now, it's little things like you know they go, "Well, this character's got 3,000 times more hair than we could give him." five years ago and you don't really notice that because everything's in HD anyway do you know what I mean so I think it, it still it still improves but not at the great leaps that they used to years ago because I mean within a year Jar Jar Binks looked like a cartoon didn't it it looked like Roger Rabbit within a year so Jar Jar um, <laughs> so that's um, so that's The Witcher so yeah. you're going to continue to watch that aren't you yeah definitely um, Lord of the Rings is there a date for The Lord of the Rings or is it just later this year I'm not sure I think it's just later this year is it yeah. this year or next year? Not sure. Um, bits to check out. Um, shall we play another tune? Yeah, go on. To lead us into our next segment. Um, bit of a random one. I was listening to it yesterday and I was like, this is so good, you've got to play this again. I watched the film the other week. So this is um, the theme for Enter the Dragon. Oh, it's Chinese New Year, isn't it? It's Chinese New Year. Kung Hei Factory. So, yeah. <laughs> so this is Enter the Dragon theme. Enjoy. <laughs> Because it's quite Western as well. Yeah. Um, I've actually got a Chinese like New Year themed Enter the Dragon story. Oh, cool. So, 
last year or the year before, because obviously everyone who's listening from Liverpool will know that Liverpool's got a really vibrant Chinatown, and anyone from outside Liverpool might not be aware of it. It's like the oldest Chinese community in Europe or something like that, yeah. Um, Sorry, and the Chinese Arch is the biggest Chinese Arch outside of China. Ah, okay. There you go. So we, I, we went, we, we go down every year, obviously, because it's really enjoyable to go that much and stuff. So a couple of years ago, we went down and we saw a, a martial arts demonstration. So the, at this um, martial arts demonstration, and there was a guy there who did something, I don't know the technical term for it, but it hadn't been done in public in Britain for however many years or whatever. And it was really good. So afterwards, we went through and they had all like um, arts and stuff and crafts and things. It was in the Blackie up in uh, near Chinatown, and you could get your name written in, you know, in like a, in Chinese script. So there was a guy there doing it, and we were talking to him. And um, somebody mentioned something about this display that had been on, and um, the, Bruce Lee was mentioned, and he was like, "Oh, I, I know Bruce Lee. I knew Bruce Lee. I met Bruce Lee." And he was like, "Go on." He was like, "No, seriously, when I was a kid, they were filming Enter the Dragon where I where I lived." said and we used to go over and we used to sneak and we'd watch like through like the fence and stuff watch them like filming it and they used to chase us away they'd come and chase us away and say no we're filming go away and they said one day bruce lee saw this and he was like um come in you know don't be chasing them bring them on set come on come in come and see how we do it and, that. and i'm sat there and he's telling me this story and i'm going this sounds a little bit far-fetched you know what i mean so i'm going oh yeah oh because i'm dead cynical aren't I? i'm going oh yeah and he went, yeah like you said very british <laughs> yeah he goes yeah he goes i've got some photos here and really and he just pulled out these photos of bruce lee while he was filming um enter the dragon just with all these kids and he's like that's me there and i was like wow that's amazing but like just proper like candid photos of, yeah, yeah. of like him and bruce lee on set so that was really interesting that teach me never to judge a book by its cover <laughs> and go yeah all right old man i don't believe you i think um like it, it's the theme of this episode is um us agreeing on things yeah. so enter the dragon is my it's just i think it's our favorite martial arts or kung fu possibly yeah so um yeah. it's definitely better. um i think the whole um Again, like the, the beginning of this, where it's showing everyone's origin, so sort of yeah. thing. Um, so the, the black guy and he beats up the police officers and stuff yeah. like that. Like the racist police is just brilliant. John Saxon on the golf course, and like the <laughs> debt collectors come, they're gonna yeah. like break his legs, and he just you know um, disposes of them in the in the, the woods, doesn't yeah. he? And like comes and just finishes his uh, round of golf and stuff. Excellent. Um, but Bruce Lee, it's just so iconic. The whole um, the fight at the end. Um, with Han is just brilliant yeah. the claw and stuff like that the claw at the very end when the credits are rolling and the claw is like in the, the wood yeah it's just excellent it's it is it's, it's brilliant and I think it, um, it's it's just enjoy, you can you can sit down and just watch it with, with no with no preconceived notion of what you're going to see and you'll enjoy it do you know yeah. what I mean but if you want to sit down and go I want to see some really good martial arts I want to be stunned you can sit down and enjoy it that way if it's got a it's for for a kung fu movie, it's got a really good story. Well, I think that's what like, I think um, with a lot of the um, Jackie Chan stuff as well, like the sort of comedy elements yeah. of it, stuff like Meals on Wheels and stuff like that. There's a couple of films that he's done with the, the, an alright story, but you're watching Jackie Chan films yeah. for this mad. Look, you want you want to see Jackie Chan jump stunts. through a bush window, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the bit I've seen, I think is it, is it Meals on Wheels or Whereas um, the hovercraft goes over him. Yeah. <laughs> it's just insane. It's just absolutely, it's just insane. It's brilliant. Um, but with Enter the Dragon, it is like, it's a drama as yeah. well, and it's really good. There's not, there's like maybe a couple of little elements which are like, 
a little bit funny or yeah. you know, meant to be uh, comical. But Bruce Lee is just iconic. Um, obviously, he passed away as well before the film was released. Didn't yeah. It? Um, he, I think he was it like a few months later after the film had, had wrapped and stuff like that, which was really sad. Because he was making Game of Death at the time, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, again, iconic with the uh, the yellow suit that he yeah. used for like Kill Bill and stuff, didn't it? Yeah. And we want to talk about like obviously Western directors, the biggest one with that sort of influences, like so Quentin Tarantino yeah. with the Kill Bill stuff, the whole martial arts, the whole that whole period in time, the seventies. It, it's crazy the way it just exploded. Yeah, um, I would like really love to be around at that time yeah. to actually witness it. Um, like the pop, you know, even like pop charts and kung fu fighting and yeah. stuff like that. It just infected everything, didn't it? It was really good. Um, but I just love it. I think it's fantastic. It's a really good film. It really is a good film. Um, definitely check out some more Bruce Lee stuff as well. The other, the other films he did. Um, it's a game of death. Is that the Chuck Norris one as well? Chuck Norris is Way the Dragon. Way the Dragon. Yeah. Because yeah. um, there's the whole story, isn't it, behind like, the, the real fight. They sort of had a real fight and stuff yeah. like that. And I think that's um, one of the reasons I haven't watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know, we just spoke about Tarantino being like quite... Um, complimentary and you know using a lot of Bruce Lee influenced uh, stuff in his films but Sharon Lee uh, Shannon Lee sorry who's Bruce Lee's daughter she was disgusted with the way he was portrayed in Once Upon a Time in uh, oh, Hollywood because right. yeah. there's a whole bit with Brad Pitt's character I think mm. it's Brad Pitt's character is like a stuntman in it yeah. and um, he comes across Bruce Lee in this parking lot in like the late 60s yeah. um, and Bruce Lee is just being dead arrogant, yeah. and he's like, you know, he's the best, and stuff, which he was. But yeah. he said he didn't act like that. Mm. He's he's acting like he's a bit of a bit of a bing, basically. Yeah. And then Brad Pitt beats him. <laughs> of course <laughs> so he does. Like, of course he does. But it was just you know after all the complimentary stuff and all the using him as a really good influence in his yeah. films and stuff like that to have it like that. Tarantino did come out and say it wasn't meant to be like that. It was it's too late. But it's, now. it's you know um, I don't know it's. Shannon Shannon Lee wasn't very happy with it anyway Um, I'm halfway through the TV show she's produced as well um, which Bruce Lee wanted to make he's written um, his own one uh, for Sky which is really good so check that out as well Um, should we talk a little bit about an event coming up next week we have got an event coming up next week Um, before we finish yeah so next week we've got an event as well haven't we yeah Um, we've got an event first, first event Video Odyssey next Saturday, the first of yep. Feb. Um, so it starts at five o'clock. It's Video Odyssey. There's still some tickets left, but they are going like hotcakes. So get yours while you can. Um, link will be um, on this episode as well. Yeah. well. We'll add it to it. Um, so there's a retro game tournament, mm-hmm. and there is going to be some movies shown as well yeah, yeah. Um, obviously it's the Wizards 30th anniversary isn't it I was about to say so it? it's the Wizards 30th celebration yeah. so the whole again don't need to go into the film again like we did in episode 1 or 2 yeah um, but the whole point of the Wizard was uh, the storyline is they're on the way to a retro yeah. uh, well a game tournament yeah. it's not retro it's cutting edge cutting edge yeah um, so, we're so much so that they show you yeah, Super Mario 3 before anybody else sees it they do yeah. and I'm, I'm debating whether to have Super Mario 3 as one of the um, the retro game competitions yeah. I think that might be quite good um, so there's going to be that we're going to be um, there's going to be a quiz on the film and Nintendo as a whole basically yeah. is all we're going to do 
um, so get yourselves down. There's going to be um, some nice little prizes. We're actually doing it as well. Um, in uh, basically all, um, all the proceeds, and we're having a raffle for the papyrus uh, charity yeah. as well. So papyrus, in case anyone um, hasn't che- uh, checked them out, it's a really good cause. Um, they help um, in the prevention, basically, of like teenage suicide. Mm-hmm. Really, so um, suicide is actually the biggest cause of death with young people in mm-hmm. Britain, which is just horrendous when yeah. you when you think about it in this day and age. Um, so we did the night last year for, for Lost Boys, and you know we had a couple of hundred people yeah. um, donating, turning up. It was absolutely brilliant. So um, there's a chance, obviously, have a fun, watch watch a couple of films, yeah. um, play some games, chat to us, which is obviously the biggest part of the night, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and help a good cause out, which is really good. Yeah, um, and we might have been in talks as well with a couple of people. Might be a couple of surprises on the night as well. Could be a couple of surprises on the night. A couple of, uh, couple of little uh, interviews going on the yeah. on the go. So but yeah, don't so give too much away. Don't don't no no. Um, so yeah, so check it out. Um, we'll add the link to this. Um, but we're on Eventbrite, and it's the Wizard Thirtieth Celebration. If she wants to get tickets, yeah, yeah. Um, anything you want to add before we? Um, no, go not really. Um, I thought we've got Clone Wars coming up next month, haven't we? That'd be interesting to see that the final series of that. Um, see what you will be interested in. Games Workshop and making a Warhammer TV show. Oh my, it just looks, Did you see the film? It just looks so bad. I don't want to go any further into it. They <laughs> put the trailer up, it looks awful. I know, game. So, okay, so. No, what's the budget like on it? It is looks it like it's about five pence an episode, to be <laughs> honest, mate. It looks like it's been done on an Amiga 500. I was going to say, is it. Oh, right, okay, so it's not. It's animation. It's animated. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Not, um, I thought, like, there was just the lads in the shop doing, like, stop motion. motion. <laughs> Which, if yeah. that's what you're into, that's yeah. But I, you know, I was excited about it because the, the the whole story, the whole background of Games Workshop 40k is really interesting. Yeah. I find, but this doesn't look like it's going to be good. Did you see any of the film, the Warhammer film? No, a couple of years ago. No, no, it was um, David Bowie's lad actually produced it, uh, did, directed it. Didn't know there was one. Yeah, um, it looked all right. I've just I've never seen it. I've never bothered with it. So. Warcraft, wasn't it? Oh, it was Warcraft. Yeah. yeah. Oh, let's cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut the entire games workshop bit out. <laughs> yeah, let's cut the entire work games workshop bit out. Um, yes, or anything you want to add before we finish? No. No? No. Um, are you, have you got any trips to the cinema planned? Um, I've not, to be honest with you, at the moment. Um, I don't think there's been anything coming up that grabs me at the moment, to be honest. I think we've got to... Um, the one that's been nominated for a couple of um, a couple of Oscars um, already. Um, it's actually released. I think it was it had a release in America and a release in Korea. Um, film called Parasite. Oh yeah. Um, so it's Bong Joon Ho who's um, who's directed it. Yeah. And he did. Do you ever watch The Snowpiercer on no. Netflix? No. Um, that was quite good. That's just been put onto more for. Oh, yeah. I think because of the. The reaction to this film, yeah. basically, um, so that's like a mystery. I don't know if it's a bit of, bit of a not horror, but like drama mystery type yeah. thing. Yeah, so I'm gonna plan on seeing that. That's out on the seventh, seventh um, Feb next yeah. week. So yeah, so I'm gonna I'll probably down, just spend the whole week just watching The Crow and Dracula again. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I'm gl- I'm, I am glad you started watching Witch and not just watch Dracula again. By the way, so. <laughs> how many times do you think you've watched Dracula? A lot. 
<laughs> he says to me, he says, what? George will send me a message saying, are you going to watch Witcher tonight? And I'm like, oh, mate, I'm already in bed watching Bram Stoker's Dracula. And he's like, how many times can you watch it in one week? <laughs> I love that, in one week as well, by the way. Yeah, so I think that's all for episode eight. Yeah. Um, we've missed Ant. We have missed Ant, so I can't wait to get him back. Yeah, we'll get him back for episode nine next week. So don't forget, we've also still got our John Williams competition running, which is a ticket to an evening with us. <laughs> Watching a, um, a lecture about John Williams and John Williams' music in Liverpool. And to enter that competition, all you need to do is send us an email with a story about what John Williams' music means to you, how it connects to yeah, your favourite memories or films that in all. And the email address for that is the GDNC show at gmail.com. The GDNC show, or is it just GDNC? Just GDNC show. At, at gmail.com. People have entered on Facebook. They have on the um, yeah on the comments, which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah, there's been a couple of uh, interesting little messages so far yeah. as well, actually, which has been quite good. Um, so we'll announce that this week. Yeah, yeah, we'll put um, that'll be on the on social media. So yeah. follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It will be on there. Definitely. Um, okay. And the last couple of weeks, it was actually Ant's idea, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, this little thing. So that we've been trying to put some playlists together for the weekend for geeks to enjoy. Yeah. Um, geeks, nerds, music fans. Um, cosplayers. Re- cosplayers. <laughs> and it's related to um, what we've been talking about in the previous episodes and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so the first one was horror themed. It was. Which was good. I had a lot of... Um, Scary thing. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> some scary music on there. Yeah. I left that to you guys, didn't I? Because um, you don't like, like scary music. <laughs> um, all I could add to that was like some John Carpenter stuff, um, which I think is terrible. It's some of the scariest music ever yeah. created. So, you know. <laughs> um, that fog theme was amazing. Yeah. I love that. Do you the remember when we went to fun. see John Carpenter? We went to see John Carpenter in the Olympia, and John Carpenter was amazing. But I think that next time what he should do is he should borrow the PA system that the lads who were stood in front of us had who talked all the way through every single moment of it. Yeah, if you're listening to the show, lads, the lads who were talking to, in, in front of us, you're, think, not, you're not welcome to listen yeah. to us anymore. And if, and if, if you are listening to those three lads that were sat in front of us, watch that scene in Goodfellas where Morrie doesn't realise how close he comes to getting whacked. <laughs> <laughs> they were, um, they were, they quite were annoying, annoying, wasn't they? They were annoying. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, so yeah, so each week, so last week was horror. This yeah. week, and uh, check it out on our Facebook page and put a playlist together, uh, which is w- video game inspired. Video, yeah.